This is a very spontaneous and at the same time not so spontaneous because it comes in a divine manner. Morning podcast. I'm looking at a beautiful sunrise here in Hollywood, California. And I'm going to start right away with a series of disturbing questions. Well, if you are ready, how intelligent are you? Now, before anybody gets offended, you, at some point, your IQ was assessed by other people. Now, to right away make sure that you don't take this the wrong way, who the fuck were they and in what ways were they so superior that they could place an assessment on how intelligent you were. But let's be honest. What came to your mind when you heard the question, how intelligent are you? Were you without a doubt aware that who you are is pure potential? And even if somebody answered the question that I'm really intelligent, that would still be an understatement. Because intelligence is something that we uncover constantly in higher, deeper, greater, and broader ways. What about your looks? How good looking are you? Now, sure, we all do our best to be cocky, to look strong in front of others, to kind of hide and mask our own insecurities. But what is the genuine response that comes to mind? For example, if I ask you the next question, how capable are you? How talented are you? And it's even more subtle than those surface questions because unconsciously, We constantly evaluate ourselves, but based on what and what systems are we using to evaluate ourselves? Systems that were created by people who were evaluated by people who were evaluated by people. Now, yes, it is true that at a certain level, we are all one, but amongst all you are one and you are the one that will be with you for your entire life so if for a moment your relationship with yourself materialized itself in a silly way and you became two you still were you but you became two yesterday i was at a very special celebrity event in Hollywood and a famous lesbian actress said that she would want to fuck herself in a heartbeat. Now, she also pointed at the audience and said, come on, be honest. Don't tell me that you never thought about it. Well, let's say you are two right now. Would the second you reinforce support, encourage you constantly 
Or would it kind of be in between like you see on a lot of dating profile where people want to appear modest? But is it really modesty when they say, well, I'm fairly good looking, I am this, I am great at that? Or is it just automatic pilot based on false insecurities? Because I don't think we are really insecure Oh, today we're going deep. I'm on a fucking mission like never before to end your frustration. So listen, bear with me. Everything has a beginning. This is not the angle that you probably expected. But I've dedicated two and a half decades of my life helping people with their success. I started as a corporate coach and then individuals all ages, all walks of life, all problems. And then I specialize in helping men to produce greater results with the women that they want. And yet comes a point where you realize that there's a core problem around which all of the problems revolve. And the core problem is a personal evaluation that is based on a system to evaluate self that is a disgrace to the miracle that being a human really is. The simple fact that at some point, somewhere, somehow, someone takes the liberty to... Everybody's entitled to have their own opinion. Trust me, I look around, I see quite a few imbeciles, but it's in my own way to frame the world, but I wouldn't have the audacity to assume that I'm the final judge on that. So to keep it simple, because by now, I know that that higher inner intelligence is catching on to it. See, we can try to fix a problem. For example, if somebody is bleeding and they're in pain, we can give them a for the pain to go away, but it's not going to stop the fucking bleeding. And why are they bleeding at the first place? And if the bleeding came because somebody stopped them, then we should do all that we can to make sure that they never get stopped again that way to start with. That was the core of the problem. And then the healing's got to take place. And then, of course, there will not be any pain so I've heard so many guys first come in saying, my problem is, where did that frame of assuming that something is a problem come from? Because what if it's really untapped potential? And we all have desires. I tell you, 100% of the men that I've helped in the pickup community suffer of the same syndrome, symptom, whatever it's called. And see, what's funny is when I said symptom, syndrome, part of me wanted to check in and automatically guess what the fuck came up. What came up was a recall of an assessment made about me by a teacher who is now probably dead or he's still alive, retired, whom I doubt ever traveled the world as I have, 
or ever get paid the way I have to empower other people, and even if they turned out to be pretty cool, I heard that fucking person in my head over four decades after that making a comment that I was not so good with grammar. And if you know that English is my second language and you hear me talk right now and how I will here and there toss very peculiar words, it may cause you to kind of doubt that this person's assessment was correct at the time. And if you want to assess me, that's your own problem. A hundred percent of the guys that I've helped in the pickup community suffer from the same thing. Even if they have beautiful women, they want something, something greater, and here is the core of all problems. Subconsciously, not consciously, because consciously we all want, don't we? We want more money. We want better. We want this. Consciously, we also all have learned to kind of hide it and not tell too many people. Once in a while, we may have a little breakdown or confess to someone, but others don't do it to us that much, so everybody's trying to put on a good face, when deep down inside, we are constantly in that bind, that bind of wanting, but not being sure that we're capable, not being sure that it's possible for us. And it's like moving in two directions. It's like saying, I'm going north, and you start walking south, or vice versa, to not make a favorite of north or south. So I want to dig deeper than ever before. And I want to start to eradicate also some true injustices that have not yet been pointed out. Great progress, you know. There's a little more freedom, at least to some degree, in the world. Who am I to know? I'm not an expert. But it appears that people are gaining a greater sense of accepting others, at least for most. Headways were made. But what we are not seeing is how unfair it is for you, for you listening right now. And you may be in denial, but if you really pause for a moment, isn't it true that if we go back to the original question, how intelligent are you? You're not sure if you can say, I'm super intelligent, I'm a genius. And even if you want that, or you like to believe that, it's probably not how you've been encouraged throughout your whole life. And perhaps you were, perhaps you were top of the class there, but see, even the idea of a classroom and top of a class and this and that, how detrimental it is later on in life when we want to go for the career of our dreams, when we want to go for the people we really want to mate with, when we want to achieve certain things. Money. Money. How capable of making money are you? Sure, you want more money, but do you foresee yourself as a millionaire? Oh, okay. Everybody says, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. But you notice great indications of that becoming the case for you? Where are you not sure? And where did we learn to not be sure? So we need to get to the core and it's time to be true to you. And the false moral, which leads me to the next key core point. As you ponder on those ideas, and hopefully, you know, it could very well be also that we're so brainwashed. It's always funny. The brainwashers are the ones 
that will point at others and go, isn't that kind of brainwashing? Sometimes people will say like, well, you know, that self-help stuff, isn't that kind of a cult? Hello, you grew up in a fucking cult. That cult is called society. That cult is called the world. That's the cult of education. Oh, if it's officialized, even that is fucking hypnosis. Nothing is really official other than people have gained the power and the authority. And how did they gain that power and that authority? It was given to them. They were so special. Ah, so now we're back to a monarchist system. It's going around in circle. So what about the choices that you make? What about if you, let's say you're a guy and you want to manage multiple women? Ah, you stumble on something. You stumble on the fact that how do you tell that to women? But listen, what you deep down inside know as being absolute truth, do you wonder how you should tell people or it just comes out? See, right now I'm voicing some of my own truth that I tapped into. And you're not obligated. But I'm voicing those things. Ah, here I am back. There was a little interruption. I'm voicing those things. Uh, And I'm not holding back voicing them I may search for the best words to make sure that I communicate exactly what I intended to say, but at the same time, I'm not debating, like, well, how could I say that? Because I'm aligned with it internally. So the core challenge, whatever your sexual preferences might be, if you struggle announcing it, is because you don't know it, but there's a subconscious conflict. You've heard it say that the conscious mind is only a fragment of our our awareness. Things like that, we tend to repeat them as well. How exactly, what's the amount of that fragment, I don't know. But for sure, the majority of what we experience, we think, how we process things. Do you ever feel like randomly you're bothered? And then later on, maybe you try to assess what it was, but you're still not even sure. If you really follow your train of thought, it's pretty fucking insane. Yesterday, I told my girlfriend a story about an adult film star that I had made a program with called Hypnosex Magic. don't know if you ever heard of it, but that's not my point. And then suddenly, 30 minutes go by, and I'm thinking about a hotel, and I'm thinking about a, and I'm like, why am I thinking about that hotel right now? I didn't go there tonight. I was close to it, but I didn't even pass by. It's because at some point, her boyfriend had stayed in that hotel. See, the subconscious connecting things. So we got to be mindful that there's many more conflicts within Because it's one thing to desire one thing. You ever show up somewhere and you feel upbeat and happy and nobody's really feeling that around you? It never gets to you. No matter what people may say, think, or do, even if they're all vibing differently than you, it doesn't matter. No, bullshit. We know how quickly we're impacted if somebody is vibrating differently than we are around us. Or you kind of calm and then you're in traffic and people are agitated and you get more agitated. So even the greatest rebels on the planet, there's a law of the mind that you must understand now. Whatever we believe and we, we trust and we want for ourselves, it's inevitable. If I say day right now, it presupposes what? Night. So it's inevitable that the notion of its opposite 
is still present within our thinking. If you're defending a cause, even if 100% of you is committed to that cause, the only reason why you defend it is because you're also aware of those who would be against it. Now, that means that the thought of being against it is also present in your own mind. So you may think that you really desire a lifestyle with women. That's crazy if you're a guy listening. You may think that you really desire if you're a woman. Challenge sometimes for women. You want your career and so on. And then your sister has kids. She's married. And you go to the family gathering. And they start to fucking pressure you. What about you? Shouldn't you have someone? And it resides at a subconscious level. And then you're not sure. And you're in between. So it's time to dig deeper. I want to share gifts accumulated during the past couple of decades as a hypnotist, a hypnotherapist, a success coach, a pickup artist. I don't know, you know. I don't care about the fucking label. But for me, I got lucky early on in life because I was homeschooled. Not completely, but I joined school just a touch too late for them to truly make my mind captive of their bullshit. And even though I scored very high, I disliked it. Maybe you liked school and everything at the right place has a purpose and a reason. So I'm not here to diss anything. I'm not anti-system because... Yeah, I'm anti-anti, but even that is being anti. I care about one thing. I care about sharing the gift of having kept my own mind slightly more open than most and refused to follow and manifest a lifestyle that made me aware of the fact that even when we want it really, really, really bad, until, until we really go deeper and learn how to be true to ourselves, but that's a statement, be true to you. What the fuck does that mean to be true to us? Well, the first thing we need to be true and we need to find out where within do we have something that contradicts what we really want. You don't feel like you're going in circles. Like each year, beginning of the year, it's going to be better. I'm going to do more. I'm going to see more. I'm going to be more. I'm going to have more, more money and so on. And then when comes the end of the year, sure, sure. I'm, I believe if you're listening to this and you're still listening, you're probably a go-getter, you probably achieve some, and so on. Okay? Another tendency of hypnosis from society is to point at the worst possible fucking example. You know, the criminals, the fucking crackheads, the, the fucking junkies, the homeless, and to point down there so nobody pays attention to what's just a little bit above that. So everybody who could check in with themselves, including me, does not check in with themselves because they feel that they're okay. It's all brainwashing, brain conditioning, and it's your own fucking brain, you know? So it's time to really align within. So at two levels, first, let me ask you the an intelligent question, because I don't think it's intelligent to ask somebody uh, if they're intelligent, because, of course, they are. It's a, are you aware of the divine potential that's activating the blinking of your eyes as you're listening right now? 
your breathing and all those bodily functions day in, day out, and can help you assess when you reach something, what finger needs to move first to grab it. And even if you fucking drop it, something somewhere somehow lets you know that it dropped. All of those amazing functions, that is testament, witness, of incredible greatness within. So the question should be, are you aware of how intelligent you are? But let's ask the following very intelligent question. Would you find it intelligent that a person would want certain things and at the same time would not find themselves fully capable of getting them? That'd be pretty evil to do something like that to somebody else, you know, to go to someone and go, hey, you really should get a hot chick, but you know what? She's not going to want you. Hey, hey, you know what? You really should follow your own business and your dream, but you probably won't have enough money. You'll probably be broke. So we need to give the self. It's you for you, by you, as you. The gift, the gift of becoming aware of those internal mismatch and conflicts and to rapidly remedy. So first, you need to reassess yourself and let go of all prior assessments from anyone. And even if the assessment scored high, you know, I've always been told like, oh, you're so artistic, you're such an artist. But at the same time, I also heard bullshit about artists like that they're not good with numbers, that... Uh, they are overly sensitive, that they're disorganized. And even when I said I'm not going to buy into that, it's still present in your mind. It's like the old don't think of the color blue. So even if you know that it's bullshit, you know, you may know that it's shit in front of you, but unless you remove it and run away from it, it's still going to smell and you're still going to fucking smell it. And if you can't smell, it's still going to taste like shit. So at the level of assessment, we also go deeper. We need to eradicate that model of assessment. At the time of this recording, it's 2019. We're optimizing everything around us, but we still use a very monarchist way to assess that omits, omits the fact that there will be growth after that. To omit the fact also that we still know very little about all mental functions and so on. So all those labels, you have ADD, you have this, you have that and so on. And who the fuck are you and what do you have? And how do we know that you don't have something else that causes you to falsely assess people and your little story about me having this and this and that is a result of you having this and this and that. But this is not kindergarten, so you do it for you. And you do it with those who really do it for themselves. And I'm straight up featuring a Raj Jepar motherfucking Divazar, whom he's a man who, who follows his heart like no one else. And I'm, I'm not here to just prove somebody who, who is a true demonstration of uh, you can't let what others
tell you about you. Decide for you. Make your own decision. And if you try to make your own decision based on the way you've learned to make decisions, that is already off. The systems must change. The systems that the system presented you are off and limiting to pure human potential. So he and I, I'm featuring him, we're doing this incredible, incredible, I don't want to say it's a program. Yeah, you can re-listen, re-watch, you can participate live. But to me, it's an ongoing study that contributes. We open doors, we bring key points, and we really emphasize the fact that as you're exposed to those things, there is something within you that is so far greater than you know it that it can take gold and turn it into something even more precious. And then there's the choices that you make. And truth, a real personal alignment should be whatever you want, you feel totally capable. You should never score yourself lower than anybody else at the level of potential, capacity. You should eradicate all stereotypes of what it takes. See, when I went by looks, when I went by intelligence, when I went by this, when I went by that, I didn't get the things that I wanted. And now I'm looking at two and a half decades, three decades of getting so much, and it's barely the beginning. So at the level of how you assess yourself, be certain that you're open to the most optimal way to think of yourself. And if it's already high, then be smart and know that it can be even higher. And then at the level of models of assessments, see, technology, we fucking get it. Nobody would come around with a cordless phone or even those cell phones that can be for smartphones. And maybe at some point, this recording, I just made this recording outdated for the future. Because you ever listen to an amazing motivational recording where they say, now, on the next CD, and you go, well, there's no, there's no CDs anymore. So you get my point. That goes so fast. But on the other hand, what evolution has been made at the level of allowing humans to evolve with their true potential without assessing them, without grading them, without labeling them, without naming them. Because at the level of identity, subconsciously we're still identifying with whatever we were told and so on. And I see it. If you trust my expertise, this is an observation. In my dedication to really want to create transformation, sometimes for my own sake because I want to be able to help the person. And many times out of compassion, despair for the other person, feeling their distress, or also witnessing pure nonsense, knowing that that person is totally capable. What lies did they buy into? I could observe that the problem is not what we think the problem is. See, I'll give you a silly example. If somebody, let's say, they learn a new skill. And the new skill in itself is not that complicated, but it's their relation with how they good they think they are at learning. And then 
yeah, there's the semi-conscious where we, we always boost a bit, but there's the deeper subconscious aspect where if you're not producing the results, living the life that you want, able to remedy because life is not a straight line right away, grant yourself the gifts that you want, see what you want and know you're capable to get it, maybe not right away. If instead you are constantly like, yeah, you know, my problem is and so on, give yourself that gift right now. And then at the level of your choices. See, what's funny is that we think discrimination is a thing of the past. What amuses me is, for example, I just taught a class on threesomes. Now, if right now, this was about threesomes. Let's say you were somewhere and you go, this is interesting, blast it. And let's say you're at a cafe and there's 30 people. Go, Listen, this is about how to get a threesome. Now, you don't have, nobody should be obligated and you're free to have your own opinion on it. But wouldn't some people start to think that it's a bad thing? What about having multiple partners? What about making a lot of money? What about working with spirit? What about a sense of God that is different than the sense of God of others? I had a beautiful conversation the other day with a gentleman who is a minister. But what was funny is that I was curious. I thought, okay, this guy's studying matters of God. I bet she looks like a, uh, a pretty awesome person. Sincere. I bet I can learn a thing or two here. I want to open my mind. But even in me becoming curious about what he was doing, he was closing his mind. That was like, uh, you know, I saw this sticker the other day. I have a tattoo of Jesus. Just so you know. Just so you know. But at the same time, I see a sticker there is no, you can only find God through Jesus. Wow, only through Jesus. So Buddha couldn't help me find God, and I couldn't find God myself. So I got to find Jesus, and then from Jesus, I can, and I bet you there's some people right now, you, depending where you are, you play this recording, that's it. I love them. They're pissed. Wow, how sensitive we are, and how discriminative we are. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's surreal. It's omnipresent. You know, I belong to this community called the Pickup Community. I'm not attached to the name. I know we are way more than that. But still, we got a lot of shit in the millennium. PUAs, pickup artists. Oh, people couldn't fucking take it. Gay community, this, this, and that. Thank God, yes. But no, that one was too much for them. So, it's part of your own evolution. Take a moment right now. Zero obligation. I hope I contributed at least to some degree. And I would like to invite you to partake into this event. It's called Be True to You, Freedom from the False Moral of the Masses. It will help you at the following three levels. I know I sound very professional when I say that. And I'm very dedicated, you know. I mean, I'm the kind of person, me, I, I know my stuff. And I know what it can do for you. I don't have to prove anything. But if you don't know your own stuff, then you need what I'm talking about. So I know my stuff, and I wish for as many people to benefit as possible. So we're going to do some very, very deep work. There's a famous process called part integration. 
because it doesn't matter what your sexual preference is. I promise you, there's still family value kicking in. And sometimes it can mess us up completely. You know, we've been told to be nice. And I've seen many guys or women be nice to the wrong person. I've seen people in business be nice. And I saw what happened to them after that. What am I saying? Don't be nice? No. Be aware of where what you've been told to be came from, whom it came from, and when it comes up. And when it comes up, is it because it's your true choice based on honoring you, your soul, your heart, your guts, your true desire, your life mission, your purpose, your passion? Or is it residues of other people's opinion about you, about things, and so on? Live and let live. We're a long way from that. So the part integration process will help you to make sure that you don't have subtle inner conflicts. And for me, I like to measure in all possible ways, including minimal, the most minimal, minimal ways. Uh, because if you have a beverage in front of you and you put a touch of dirt in it, not even to say poison, apparently just a drop of poison is enough to kill a person, or a touch of gasoline, right there, just a little touch of, it's only a little touch. If you have a car and we take a needle and we just scratch it a little bit, oh, you, you, you insert a needle that's pretty small but sharp inside a tire. It's much smaller than the whole tired. It's made of a different matter. Uh, it won't matter. So sometimes just a little but somewhere, somehow. You know, I came to America to make it as a musician. Everything going on for me. The gear, scholarship, Berkeley College of Music, best teacher ever on the fucking planet, and uh, talented, very artistic, creative. Hundreds of songs I wrote. Many instruments I play. But there wasn't one day prior to knowing the kind of work that I now know where my mind didn't fuck with me and it wasn't my own mind fucking with me. It was what my mind had heard and collected from all the people that when at a young age I told them I was a musician, they said, yeah, but what are you going to do for work? Yeah, but what are you going to do for work? And what are they doing for work? You know that honor yourself. So part integration some deep trance work, and also ways to quickly assess. Quickly assess where is what you hear within coming from. Is it really you? And to also recognize that pretty much any proclamation we can make, we picked it up somewhere, but where did we pick it up? And the problem, you know, I got nothing against the masses, and everybody has their own right to choose their lifestyle. I'm totally pro that. But at the same time, whenever you want to thrive, you're automatically a minority. And if you're a minority and you're surrounded by a majority, and the majority cannot appreciate the desire of that minority, then automatically it's going to fuck with you. See, if you really, really, really want to thrive, let's say, with, with love, sex, and romance, and you stop everybody on the street and you go, give me some good advice on it. Most people's advice will be total shit. And even if they pretend that they know what they're saying, you'll say, okay, and how's your relationship? Where are your, where are your girls? Where's your man? 
You know, those girls who constantly go like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Really? Well, where is he right now? And I don't mean where is he right now, like the prick who, who's starting to go, I'm better than him. But what are you then doing in a nightclub dressed like a whore with, uh, uh, without your boyfriend? He must be phenomenal. He, he must really be phenomenal. You're scoring high. What about money? Money. Yeah. Would you, would you recommend? Would you say, okay, I'm going to ask 100 people on the street their best advice about money, and after doing that, guaranteed I'm going to thrive with money. Yeah, if you know how to pay attention also to what not to do, probably. So the events are structured in a brand new way right now where we do a first segment of four hours, and then after that, we do a second segment during the week so you can think about it, you can come up with questions, you can put it to the test, and so on. I'll be brief because everything or anything you want to change in life, wherever you need help, you got to be ready for it. Okay? So um, it's got to be your own choice. And if you cannot recognize the value in it or even more, the need for it, the need for it. Because one of the reasons I'm doing this is because I also am aware of the need for it. Then it's okay. But it features AZD or Rajah Parma, the fucking Divazar, IMC Nation, and myself, Vince Hollywood, Kelvin, decades in the making, uh, passion and a mission for human evolution. And we're going to do it in a very unique way, this one. Uh, I want to open the door because this is a matter that needs to spread very widely, very rapidly. So we revolutionize um, how people are being brought up and we no longer have a perfectly awesome human uh, in their 20s or 30s, clueless with how to deal with the opposite sex, or even if you're gay listening to that, same sex, or, or uh, people with dreams that they don't fulfill and so on. Okay? So there's a link that comes with this podcast. You click on it. We're opening the door. Uh, we fluctuate with rates depending on uh, the season and everything. But this one, we're really opening the door. Act on it promptly. And it's called Be True to You. It's time to be free. And it's time to no longer tease yourself, not to say fuck with yourself. Because we are our own worst enemy sometimes. Again, if you become two right now, that would be quite a fucking conflict, wouldn't it? Think about the parts of you that want it, that hope for it, that wish it, that have been working on it, that have been thriving for it, that have been dreaming of it, and the parts of you that have been telling you the opposite, that you couldn't, that you're too much like this, that you're not enough like that, and that's still only what you're conscious of. And ultimately, reevaluate. One last gift, whether you come to the event or not. Re evaluate, re-evaluate how are you positioned? What position do you assume in a social setting? Do you arrive and you feel as capable, as appealing, and as entitled as everybody else, and as free as everybody else? Or do you start to talk differently or sometimes not even talk, depending who's there, who's not, and so on? She sat with a group of people who are starting their own business. Would you feel as capable and deserving as them? 
And it goes even worse because maybe you've been part of another former minority and uh, you, you are laying that stick on you. Yesterday, last thing I say, I meet this girl and she tells me that she wanted to go to a goth club. I know, goth. And that because she wasn't white, she felt shy going in. I couldn't believe it. I didn't see it. I, mean, I, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. And she, she didn't go in. So notice the messed up association we sometimes can have. Oh, so there's an ownership of God now, and, and we are the worst discriminator ever because we practice the worst form of discrimination ever, self-discrimination. But that changes, and it changes now, and it changes today. Be true to you. Aphrodite's Prince, BK, always a pleasure. More to come. The best is yet to come. Join the event.